Investing involves risk. The value of an investment and the income from it may fall as well as rise and investors might not get back the full amount invested. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future results. The mention of any particular security or strategy should not be considered as a recommendation. For further information on the Merchants Trust, please go to www.merchantstrust.co.uk. Hello and welcome to A Value View from the Merchants Trust. In each edition, Simon Gurgel, Fund Manager at the Merchants Trust, offers his thoughts on developments affecting the UK market and what it means for investors. Simon, it's great to see you again, but it does feel like there's a touch of deja vu about the circumstances. This time last year, we had to record the podcast remotely because of the COVID lockdown and the rapid spread of the new variant means we're recording remotely again as 2021 draws to a close and we look forward to 2022. But it's good to have the chance to speak to you, Simon, and reflect on the year that's been for the Merchants Trust. So firstly, let's just let's think about that year. How have markets behaved over 2021? Oh, hi, John. It's great to speak to you again. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's a really interesting way to paint the picture of the last year because it has been quite a uh, volatile year in terms of what's been going on in the economy and people have been getting used to sort of lockdown and then releasing and, and getting back to activity again and, and then further lockdowns again. Despite all of that, really, the stock market's been pretty strong. It had a very strong first quarter. And then it's been remarkably resilient through ups and downs of what's been going on out externally for the rest of the year and supported by low interest rates and uh, supportive government policy. So really, the markets have been remarkably calm overall. Underneath, it's been a bit like a, a duck swimming on water. The, the, the feet have been paddling furiously and a lot of churn within the markets. But the overall market level has actually been quite resilient and, and quite strong. So we've had good returns from, from equities in the last year. And take me through some of those, um, those returns in terms of the trust, Simon. That's come, I suppose, initially from some of our investments in recovery shares or shares that were quite depressed in terms of share prices last year, where... Uh, the market had got nervous about the impact of the pandemic and the valuations were really beaten up in many of those companies. Many of those shares have recovered well um, and we've made good money out of them. We've had a number of companies taken over at significant premiums. Um, and actually, another thing that's been quite pleasing, we've been able to reinvest those, that money from many of those shares into to new ideas, which are quite interesting, uh, and to, to move the portfolio into an area that might be better, better positioned for the future. We may come back to that. I think the other thing that's been positive has been the income side. So as I say, the, we've seen companies generally have coped with the pandemic much better than you might have thought they would do, improved their balance sheet, recovered their, uh, improved their cash flow, strengthened their balance sheets. And, and that's enabled companies to come back to paying dividends if, if they held them, held them back or, or indeed to grow their dividends at a faster rate than you might have thought. So the income side of the trust has recovered uh, quite nicely as well. So it's, overall, it's been a, a good year and we're, we're very pleased with how it's shaped up. There are some challenges, though, on the horizon. Um, inflation, for instance, uh, rising. The Bank of England now moving to increase UK interest rates as a result. Is the portfolio positioned to withhold inflationary pressures, do you think? Well, it's a, it's a great question. Uh, one of the good things about investing in shares, of course, rather than just leaving money cash in the bank, is that you do have 
businesses that generally can cope with inflation, can raise prices, and uh, they, they are real assets. Whereas, obviously, if you, you have money in the bank or in bonds, they are nominal, nominal assets and, and can't really cope with inflation. So an element of inflation historically has actually been quite positive for equity markets, as long as it's not too high. Um, yes, it, to answer your question more directly, there are areas of the market that we're invested in that are able to pass inflation through quite quickly and quite easily. Some of those are regulated utilities, for example, where they can automatically pass through inflation because of the way their pricing mechanism works. Other areas like energy clearly have benefited from higher commodity prices. Um, but then I think most companies, most companies that have been around a long time and earn, earn decent returns are able to cope with a modest amount of inflation and pass it through. They may not all pass it through immediately, there may be some lags. And I think we are seeing more individual company volatility, individual problems as companies deal with inflation in their cost base before they can pass it through and, and, and so on. So I think we are in for a more volatile period in individual companies. But generally, many of the businesses in the portfolio can cope with higher inflation and um, a, a modest amount of inflation is not really a concern. And as you say, in the scheme of things, the inflation rate is relatively modest compared to where it has been in the past. We're perhaps just used to those figures being so low for rates and inflation as well. Is is that part of the issue here that really in, in, in the bigger picture, uh, actually, we're nowhere near as, as steep as we've perhaps been before? Well, interest rates are, are really low. Inflation it, inflation has, got, has gone up quite a lot in the short term. And of course, some of that feels like it's transitory. Some of it feels like it's going to come off in terms of the increase, year-on-year increase in commodity prices, in energy costs. Um, we, I don't think we're going to see sustained increases of those type of assets in on a year-on-year basis in the future. Um, so that hopefully the inflation rate comes back a bit. But interest rates are still very, very low and um, starting to go up, of course. But they, it, it's very hard for the government or the Bank of England to raise interest rates too high because there's so much debt in the system. So the cost both to the country of higher interest rates and to consumers of higher mortgage costs would be unbearable if interest rates moved up to where we might have seen them in the 80s and, and, and the 70s. So we are very sensitive to high rates and, and therefore we're probably not going to see very high levels of interest rates in the, in the short to medium term. Now, Simon, we've talked many times about value investing on this podcast, but how far do you think there is left for value to to run? Are are there still quality value stocks out there to be found? I think I know what you're going to answer, but I'm keen for your thoughts on this. Well, it's it's been interesting because we we did see a a bit of a rally in, in the value factor over the turn of last year from about November to to the spring when we had the first positive vaccines news. But really, value as a style has not been a great performer um, last year. It was okay last year, but it, certainly for the two or three years before that, it was quite a poor performer. So lowly priced shares were not on average performing that well. We've done quite well despite that headwind to our style because we've been able to identify those lowly priced companies that really are genuinely good businesses that were underpriced rather than companies which have more structural problems where you might say they were cheap for a reason. And I think that that still remains the case. There are still plenty of opportunities out there to buy really interesting companies, good businesses that are lowly rated. The, to answer your question directly, the anomalies within the market, the spread of valuations is still remarkably wide. 
I would say at the extreme end, it's come in a bit. Some of the cheapest, some of the lowest priced companies from last year have now re-raced upwards. And some of the most expensive, higher growth companies have come down a bit in valuation. But there's still enormous variation within the market. Uh, and one thing that I think has become more prevalent in the last six months or so has been earnings momentum. So companies that are seeing upgrades to their earnings forecast are generally performing very well in terms of share prices. And that can drive anomalies in the market as well, because clearly, just because a company is seeing improvements in today's earnings expectations doesn't necessarily mean that the company's worth a lot more in the long term. So if, if the market goes too far on some of those uh, trends, that can create opportunities as well. So as, an, as a value investor, I find it really an exciting time to be looking at the market. There are plenty of opportunities to buy genuinely good companies that are wrongly priced, mispriced, because the um, people have too high expectations about growth, uh, or just simply because they are they are out of favour. Finally, Simon, just looking ahead now, crystal ball time here. Is there anything that you think could surprise markets in 2022? What's your outlook for the year ahead? Well, it's a great question, but of course, almost impossible to answer, and always a very difficult one. I think the the course of the pandemic will remain really important to markets. I think we mustn't forget about geopolitical risks, which maybe have been bubbling beneath the surface between Russia and China and America. Um, there's we've got inflationary pressures building up, interest rate policies. There's, there's lots of things that we need to keep an eye on, and and our potential risks for for markets and and um, finance for investors. Having said that, there always are a lot of risks out there. Um, we spend we don't spend most of our time thinking about these type of issues. We, we clearly are aware of them, and and they they do come into our consideration, but where we spend most of our time is looking at individual businesses, individual companies, and trying to identify strong businesses that, in the medium to long term, can make good good profits, can re- generate sensible, you know, reasonable cash flows, resilient cash flows, and can pay attractive dividend yields to investors. If we can find good businesses that are well positioned in in most scenarios to deliver strong returns in, in the long term and, and deliver cash flow and dividends to shareholders. And most importantly, if we can buy them at sensible prices, then I think that's that's great. And at the moment, when we look at markets, when we look at the UK equity market, we can find plenty of opportunities to buy really strong businesses at fundamentally attractive valuations, where we believe we're going to earn good returns for shareholders and a good income stream. And that's what we're trying to do. We're not trying to be too clever. And so I think a way to, way to end this conversation really to say, look, we're pretty optimistic when we look at the portfolio about the type of companies we're able to buy and the prices we're able to buy them. And and that should cope with most scenarios, but clearly, you know, we, we it's impossible to know at the beginning of the year what's, what's going to happen. Well, Simon, I wish you best for the rest of this year. And as ever, it's a pleasure speaking to you. Unfortunately, we're out of time now, but thank you very much indeed. And thank you for listening to A Value View from the Merchants Trust, where we bring you topical news affecting UK equity markets. You can find out more about the Merchants Trust by going to merchantstrust.co.uk. But from all of us at the Merchants Trust, stay safe and stay well.